Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Eagles Live podcast. Eagles insider Dave Spadaro with you. This is one of our off-season, out-of-season, we're waiting for training camp episodes. The Eagles report date to the Novacare Complex is July 25th, the first practice July 26th. And so we've got a lot of time to think about the defending Super Bowl champions and just what they'll look like in 2018. So throughout the course of the next month and a little bit after that, we will go position by position and talk about the Eagles as they're presently constituted and also perhaps offer some ideas on what could happen for the team throughout training camp and the preseason. We begin in the secondary where a year ago at this time, a very unsettled position, young cornerbacks, unproven players, and while the safety position looked strong with Malcolm Jenkins and Rodney McLeod, well, the cornerbacks were probably the biggest question on the football team. So let's start there. In the last 12 months, the Eagles have undergone a remarkable transformation at the cornerback position. They drafted a couple of players last year, Sidney Jones and Rasul Douglas. They went out and traded for Ronald Darby. They had Patrick Robinson in as a free agent, who obviously had an outstanding season as the nickel cornerback. Now, the Eagles feel like cornerback is one of the strong points of this football team, not just for now, but for many years to come. It is a young and talented and very competitive group. And one of the players who stood out more than anyone in the spring, cornerback Devontae Bosby. Now, Bosby had some time in the NFL with the Kansas City Chiefs. He was cut by Kansas City last summer, added to the Eagles practice squad, and nobody really knew much about him except the Eagles, who were impressed by what Bosby did on the practice squad last year. Now that he's running the Eagles' defense, well, everything has changed. He has stepped up and made himself a legitimate contender for the nickel cornerback job. So let's talk to defensive backs coach Corey Unlin about Bosby and some of the other very exciting prospects at the cornerback position. The biggest change for me is him out there running our defense. Because I didn't see him do that last year because he's doing it for the scout teams. After eight practices now, he's been doing our stuff, and he's very sharp. So he took all the stuff that he learned from last year and then from phase one and phase two, and it's showing up on the field. So, you know, that slot position, you've got to have your stuff together in there. Take all the speed out. Take your change of direction out. Your mind has got to be right to play in there. you got to understand what's happening before the ball snapped. And then once the ball snapped, you could get one of a hundred different things that could happen by coverage. So he's done a nice job. I think he's caught everybody's eye. Corey, pretty amazing the turnaround at the position in the last, I don't know, 12 months, I guess. How do you think it's worked and why has it worked? Well, obviously, when you go down Broad Street with the Lombardi Trophy in there, I guess you can say it works pretty good. Been amazing. Obviously, Howie and Joe and their staff acquiring those guys, no matter how we got them all, blessed to be in that room with a bunch of good players. And then I said this earlier too, a bunch of great, great young men. The more that I do, this I think that has just as much to do with a player and how he's going to fit in and how he's going to help you play is not just his athletic ability but his mindset and how he comes to work every day so again I'm blessed to have a room that is filled with high character guys and guys that care about each other and care about this football team as a whole and doing everything they possibly can to win. Darby having a full year in the system do you notice a big difference in him? Yeah I would say the biggest difference I noticed for Darb now is that after we've gotten because he obviously wasn't here for phase one he wasn't here for phase two then he's here for two weeks we play a game he gets hurt 16 plays into the game and then misses 10 weeks so I mean you know the stuff that we always talk about which is all the technique work that goes in in phase two and phase three which is now the OTAs and then training camp well he didn't have any of that I mean obviously he had a great year for us I mean it wasn't perfect by any means nobody was but the best thing for him and it's stuck out is now that he had the two months 
and we obviously we got three left here. But the transition that he's now made from all the technical work that he's gotten in the last month or month and a half, whatever it's been, and he's had a nice spring. Again, it's only been eight practices, but very nice. How about Jalen in year three? I would say the same as one and two, getting better every single day. He's not satisfied with anything, any part of his game. Working a lot harder this spring right now as far as just watching tape and studying not only himself, but opponents that we're going to be playing this year. I mean, we all know him. He shows up every single day. I mean, you wouldn't know if he was a rookie or if he played for 10 years. I mean, that's the way he's, he's built. That's the way his mind's built. So I would expect nothing but a steady incline from him as he keeps playing. And what have you seen from Sydney? A, said this too, just great for him to be out there. And he has gotten better. Same thing. Missed all the work that gets done in the OTAs, training camp, and then obviously in the season. He got a little taste there from, you know, that Dallas game, but not that much. Not to, I don't think, really affect him. So phase one, two, and three have been great for him. He's done a nice job playing inside and outside, and I love where he's headed. And Rasul? Nice, steady incline from him. I think he's a different player. I mean, this exact time last year, we were talking about him like we will talk about all the other rookies that just got here. So he's gotten one year, and then he's one of the guys that falls into, like Trey Sullivan, that was here all offseason. So he's now got two, and I think he is a different player. He just looks more confident. He looks more at ease out there on the practice field, knows the defense now. He doesn't have to worry about all the terminology. He's got all that stuff wired. And the other thing that I really liked about Rasul through these two phases is just his kind of, I mean, I don't know if he's in a leadership role in the room, but the way that he has been grooming and working with the young guys has been really impressive as well. And he's been demanding on the field, so it's been good to see. This doesn't shock me. I'm safety Malcolm Jenkins of the Philadelphia Eagles. It's intercepted by Jenkins. And you're listening to the Eagles Live Podcast with Dave Spinero. Malcolm Jenkins takes it in for a touchdown, and the Eagles take the lead. <laughs> Boy, what a play. What a play. And so that is the picture at the cornerback spots. What about safety? Well, Jenkins is still here. McLeod is still here. The Eagles extremely confident with those two returning for another year together after an outstanding 2017. The big question for the Eagles is what about the depth? The Eagles still waiting for Chris Maragos to be cleared medically before he steps back on the field. And beyond that, there's no one even close to being proven as an NFL player. Tim Houck, Eagles safety coach, a former player in the league, says, well, he's going to find out a whole lot more about his safety group when the pads go on. It's time for some one-on-one with Eagles safety's coach, Tim Houck. Tim, you have the luxury of coming back with some experience, guys you know. What does that mean to you as a coach? Well, in that room, it's really nice. And having Rodney and Malcolm being together for three years or going on three years, they kind of know each other real well. And their input to us is as valuable as our input to them. They just do a great job of communicating. They do a great job in the room holding guys accountable. They just make my job real simple. So what's the next step for the safeties? Well, I mean, it's finding depth because we really don't have anybody behind those two. So if something happens, we got to develop somebody or find somebody or who knows, maybe Corey Graham's back. I don't know the answer to that question. So all we do is work with the guys we got here and get them ready to play as best we possibly can. And so if something would happen, we've got somebody in the background that can step up and play. And so without tackling, without contact in the spring, how much stock do you put in what's happening here? None. I I shouldn't say none. It's been nice to watch these guys work and see what they can do without pads on. Trey Sullivan's come a million miles from where he was at this point a year ago. But again, you don't know what he can do. He showed signs last preseason, but that's the last time you really saw him in 
live football. So I appreciate everything he's done. He's worked really hard to give himself a chance. Now let's see what happens when camp starts. Is Malcolm rare in that he can move to so many different things? Yeah. Yeah. You don't see guys like that in the league. Hence, you have linebackers and you have safeties. You don't find a guy that can play in the deep half of the field and then step in the middle of the box and play middle linebacker. So he is very rare. So if something would happen to him and he's out, then it's kind of tried to do that thing by committee. And that will do it for this Eagles Live podcast off-season edition. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro. Thanks to Brian Thomas for putting this all together. And thanks to you for listening each and every week. We'll be back next week with another position preview. We'll go to the offensive side of the ball and talk tight ends, a position that, well, after years of stability, has some change. What does that mean for the Eagles offense in 2018? Thanks for joining, everyone. Have yourselves a great Eagles day and fly, Eagles fly. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles!